0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Luke Tuma Podcast. We're back. We're in a new room because my ring light broke. So now we're in a a different bedroom in my apartment. But we're doing it, man. Uh, I'm happy to be back, man. Thank you so much for the support. If you're new to the podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast, man. I appreciate that. Subscribe on YouTube. Share it with your friends. You know, I'm glad you like it. It's uh, it's probably my favorite thing to do, dude. The podcast is just so fun. I just get to be myself. So I'm glad you guys like it as much as you do. I like the new way we've been doing it too, where I've been asking you what you what you want me to talk about, what's been going on in the news, and you let me know what you want to hear about. Um, This week, everybody who was telling me that they they you know about what they wanted to hear about, most of you were talking about the TikTok ban. Trump says he's banning TikTok and people are freaking out and everyone's like, you know, you know, Trump, Trump can't get rid of machine guns, but he can ban TikTok and all that shit. And, you know, I I feel you like we shouldn't have certain guns in certain states or whatever. But I mean, let's be honest. We're all upset about TikTok getting banned. TikTok should be banned. Get rid of it, dude. Not because... Either, I don't even care if it's Chinese spyware or whatever. TikTok should be banned because it's horrible for our brains. Also, if you're an adult and you're sad about TikTok being banned, you need to get your life together. It's time to get a wife and get some kids and get a dog and a real job. I don't know what you're doing with your life. But if you're sad about TikTok being banned and you were born in the 90s or before... Something's wrong with you, dude. You're an adult. You really need to see silly dance lip sync videos. All the kids on it are 14. You're a creep. If that's It looks creepy, dude. If you're like a 40-year-old man walking into a room and you're like, bro, unfortunately, man, got bad news. They're banning TikTok, so I will no longer be able to watch 15-year-old girls dance to songs, you know? Uh, unfortunately, bro, I will no longer be a savage Classy, bougie, nasty, or whatever the fuck that song is. It's just, it's just weird. If you're a grown-ass man and you're worried about TikTok being bad, it's creepy, dude. We don't need that. The kids don't need that for their brains. It's too many stimuli, dude. I mean, Vine was, when when Vine came out, I thought, this is too much for all of us. We don't need this. It's six-second videos. Our attention spans are already so minuscule. And now you look at TikTok and it's like text popping up and it's like kids with their fucking tits and abs out and they're like dancing and with the text popping up and there's music in the background and they're lip syncing and then they bring their dog and they're like making the dog dance and it's like a fucking helicopter flies in. It's too much. None of us need that. Our attention spans are short enough. Go outside with a mask on, but go outside, dude. Go outside. We don't need that. And if you're a if you're a dude or if, or if you're grown and you're a dude or a woman and you have a problem with the TikTok ban if you're going to miss TikTok you need to realign your priorities. You are a grown up, dude. You don't you shouldn't miss the lip sync app for kids. The app where kids wear very little clothing and they lip sync, and they bring their dogs out, and they listen to fucking baby. you're you're grown, man. It's time to start getting ready for your, you know. Come on. Start setting up your 401k, dude. All right? This is not what you should be worried about. There's a pandemic going on. There's a pandemic. And there's race riots in the streets. And you're worried about that you won't be able to watch, you know, fucking Justin Bieber go like this? Come on. You're a creep. You're a creep if that's what you're worried about. And people are using it. It's so funny watching people use it as like a political statement being like, Trump is seriously going to ban TikTok? Is he serious? Like, how could he do that to us? You know, this guy, I mean, he, he, he rules with an iron fist. It's like, look, I think he's a bad president and I don't want him to win this, this year. Uh, I think he's not good. And I, would like Sleepy Joe Biden to be the next president. Having said that, if, the, if you're really using TikTok, being like, dude, you know what? Honestly, he's gone too far. You know, it was first the wall, then the ban of Muslims, and now we can no longer watch Bryce Hall. <laughs> you know? Or, you didn't think I know TikTok star's name, did you? But I do, dude. You know what I mean? Well, come on, man. Are you serious? You know, like you really need to see the latest dance to the new Lil Tecca song. You were born in 1988. You know, you should be thinking about retirement options already. If you're not, if you don't, if you have a mortgage and you are sad about the TikTok ban, someone should call Child Protective Services on you because you're a bad parent. You're either not paying enough attention to your kid or you're trying too hard to be friends with your kid. This, you're parenting wrong if you're worried about the TikTok ban and you have kids. That's the bottom line, dude. You need no adult to be worried about the TikTok ban. And, and, and dude, especially. It's it's fucking creepy, man. It is creepy. So you know what? You wanted to know my take on the TikTok ban. My take is ban it because our attention spans are already too low and we don't need that shit, dude. Fucking just bring it back to... We should all become old people on Facebook. You see the status, you comment that you agree, or you comment, fuck you, you know, fucking, this is my opinion, we shouldn't ban guns. We should be like our parents, you know, just arguing on Facebook. That's enough of a stimulus. We don't need, TikTok is like this swirling fucking tornado of stimuli where it's just fucking music and words and lights and, you know, six-pack abs and dogs and and dances. It's just too much, dude. It's, it is, it, it, it's a sign of dark times to come. So I don't think we need TikTok anymore, dude. I'm okay with the ban. And I think if you're an adult and you think that it's getting banned, you're a fucking creep. So that's my feeling. Speaking of tornadoes, I live in New York City and the weather in the Northeast right now is insane. We have a tropical storm hitting us, which I thought, dude, I mean, it's time for me to move to fucking Florida, because there's no reason to be here. It's freezing cold in the winter, and now you can't go to bars because of COVID. And then on top of that, we have tropical... You're supposed to be away from natural disasters in New York. I shouldn't have to worry about a tropical storm. This is not a tropical area. It's New York City, okay? It's fucking concrete, and it's full of homeless guys and Dominicans. There should, you know, there shouldn't be a tropical storm here, dude. It's not fucking Boca Raton. You know, it's not Miami, Florida. We shouldn't have to worry that trees were coming down on my street. The branches, parts of the trees were falling and destroying cars. And the creepiest part is right now, the weather's beautiful. Two hours ago, it looked like the day after tomorrow. It looked like the end of the world two hours ago. And now the weather's beautiful. That's the creepiest part about the weather in the Northeast. It feels like a, a sociopathic serial killer because it, it's, like, it's like the worst weather you've ever seen, and then 90 minutes later, it's gorgeous. It's like, dude, just stay bad for three days and let me get used to it. Don't play with my emotions. You know, it's like, a, it's like someone kills your whole family, and you watch it, and you're like, ah, and then they look at you, you like, they're like, I'm sorry. Let's be friends now. You'd be like, ugh. Like, it's the creepiest thing ever, dude. It's the worst It's the worst weather that that exists because of how volatile it is. It's better just, if you want to be bad, be bad, you know? If I lived in Seattle and it rained all the time, I'd at least be used to the rain. But here, you can't get used to anything because it's 10 things in one day, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's been going on. Ellen is the new thing in the news. Ellen is being canceled for being a jerk. If you haven't heard, Ellen DeGeneres, famed talk show host, has uh, been accused, there's a guy who works for her that was accused of sexual misconduct, and that guy's some fucking creep, so whatever, but people are mad at Ellen, because Ellen is a dick, which I've heard, by the way, I've heard that for years, just being in comedy, that she's just horrible, mean to people, you know, she like makes you, chew gum before you go into her office because she wants your breath to not smell, but then she doesn't like the sound of gum. So you have to chew it before you go into her office so that your breath smells minty and then spit it out once you get into her office so she doesn't have to hear you chew gum. She also doesn't like to make eye contact with her employees. She also, um, if you smell weird, she forces you to go home and take a shower and then come right back to work, which is just degrading. I mean, nobody wants to be around smelly people, but come on. But my favorite part of the whole Ellen thing is that she, like it's so funny that you could get we're all so bored that you could get canceled for just being mean. Like she she didn't assault anybody. She didn't break any laws. she she didn't harass anybody. She's just like, that's the new thing you can get canceled for. It was just like, she's she's mean. <laughs> it's like, like it's gonna that's in like 18 months, People are going to be canceled for like giving dirty looks. Someone's going to be like, oh yeah, fucking Mark Ruffalo looked at me sideways like this. And everyone's going to be like, that is a fucking microaggression. (laughs) It's just so funny that the stories that are getting Ellen's career canceled are just her being not nice. Like just being a not nice person (laughs) can cancel your career now. It's so funny, dude. But she's... She's, I mean, I think she's probably a psychopath. You know, I would say that she's most likely a psycho because every story is about her being mean. Brad Garrett, who played the brother on Everybody Loves Raymond, said that she's a psycho. He said she's one of the, notoriously one of the meanest people, which, you know, if he's, he seems like a nice guy. He's like a big, happy, like, oaf. You know, he's just like, Hey, oh, hey, how's it going? He's like, Mr. Narwhal from Elf. He's like, how are you going, everybody? <laughs> he's, on, he's on Everybody Loves Raymond, like, bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. <laughs> but if that dude is saying you're mean, you're probably mean. And another thing is, this is going to make me sound like one of these astrology white chicks, but she's got creepy eyes. They're piercing, and they're bright blue, and they could just they look like they could cut through your skin. Just, you can tell sometimes when you look at someone's eyes and they're, like, they're like bright blue and, like, like just staring through you. You're like, this person is a psycho. You what? What's inside you that's pushing out that much energy through your eyes? Something's weird, you know? Something's up. You can see it in Ellen's eyes. She's a psycho. But the spitting out the gum thing, dude, it's also so funny because, like... <laughs> It's also so funny because, like, comedy writers generally—not all of them—don't get fucking mad at me if you're a comedy writer. But a lot of comedy writers are just nerds, and it's just so funny to picture like a dozen nerds scared to go into work every day because they're gonna be bullied by Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> like some guy's like, "Oh no! All right, I gotta go in. I hope I hope Ellen doesn't call me stinky." <laughs> Like, hope, hope she doesn't make me chew gum before I get in here. You know, it's just, it's so funny, man. The idea of Ellen, like, just bullying fucking nerds all day. It's just, you know, it's it's one of the funniest things I could think of. That she's like a bully. She also, my friend and I were talking about this. She has the look and the energy of King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Like, she, she really is just... Anybody with hair that blonde should be should be watched out for because you're either a Nazi or you're a psychotic king like King Joffrey or you're Ellen DeGeneres where you pretend to be like a happy dancy hey how you doing and in the back you're like don't look at me <laughs> it's it's so fucking funny man it's just so funny that that dichotomy of like her kissing puppy dogs and like talking to six year old ballerina girls that went viral on YouTube. And then, and then, like she's going in the back, and she's like, "You smell. Go home." <laughs> like, how much of a psycho must Ellen be to be able to put on that front? Because she comes off like the the most charismatic person on earth. She's on stage. She's like, "How you do it?" Oh, and she's like so sweet, she's like talking to these kids, she's like, you're just the most precious thing I've ever seen in the world, and she's like kissing baby seals, Like, I love the baby seals, and like, you know, she's like, talking to Jennifer Lawrence, and they're like, chumming it up. Like, oh, oh, come on, Ellen. Don't ask me that question. She's like, well, you know, we're all thinking it. And everyone's like, oh, Ellen and Jennifer Lawrence. This is wonderful. And then she gets in the back and she's like, spit out your gum, loser. <laughs> she's just inside like the most heinous person ever. She must be a, she must be a, a legit psychopath. You know, she must be someone who can't feel anything because how else could you put on that front? You know, I didn't, before someone told me that Ellen is mean to people behind the scenes, I didn't have an inkling, not an inkling, dude. Because like, think about this, like, like uh, Chris D'Elia got in trouble for talking to underage girls, right? You look at him, and I, I was like, I kind of thought that about him. I kind of thought that he was creeping on underage girls. It kind of makes sense. You look at Harvey Weinstein and you're like, oh yeah, he was a fucking rapist. No shit. Look at him. He's a a fucking disgusting, mean creep. You know, he looks like a villain. But you look at Ellen and she's like, she's so sweet and like presentable. And she's like got her little button up shirt on, you know, and her short hair. And she's like, you know, fucking high fiving with Robert Downey Jr. And She's like, oh, Robert, you still smoking crack. And he's like, oh, come on, Ellen, stop busting my balls. And they're like, oh, and everyone's like, man, she's friends with everybody. And she gets in the back and she's like, get out of my sight. (laughs) She must be a fucking lunatic, dude. That's what interests me. I have an interest in sociopaths. It's like it's like the way white women are interested in serial killers. Like white women are obsessed with like Ted Bundy, and you know they want to be chopped up and put into a fridge because they don't face any other adversity in this world. But I'm obsessed with sociopaths. It's just so interesting to me that a person could present like they're a wonderful human being. And then just inside feel nothing. Because I think I come across them a lot in uh, what we call the biz, (laughs) show biz, entertainment, you know. You meet so many people that just like no emotion comes through. They talk, but it's all just so glossy and they're like, yeah, man, dude, you're great. Hey, man, you're awesome. And I just want you to know that you're just doing such a good job at what you do. And look, keep it up. And you're like, yeah, that guy has bodies in his trunk. This guy is a psycho, dude. And I love thinking that people at the top are like that. It's like my little version of a conspiracy theory that like Ellen is a fucking psychopath. You know, I love just thinking that. Like, yeah, she's pretending to be nice, and she's fucking petting that little kitty cat. You know, they brought they brought like you know a a batch of a batch. What would you call it? A bushel of kittens on the show and she's like holding the kittens and everyone's like Ellen loves animals blah 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 you know but dude that's the other thing I don't know if you heard that it was a a horn that beeped because it's fucking New York City and everyone's mad at each other but uh the other thing that's funny is that um Ellen apparently is like a militant lover of animals like one of the reports about how Ellen's a psycho is that Ellen was (laughs) Ellen was like someone said What is so? Someone said that they showed Ellen a viral video, and the viral video happened to have a dog barking in the background, just barking. And Ellen goes, How could you show me that video? Clearly, there's an animal being abused in the background. And like, get it out of my face. Like, just get that video out of my face. And it's just to think that, like, that's another funny idea to me. People who are so pro-animal? Did they They end up being anti-human? You know, where you're just like, oh, you don't like dogs? How about you fucking die? Like, dude, this, something, you're probably a sociopath if you like animals that much. Every psycho I've ever known is obsessed with dogs and cats because they can't relate to humans. Because they're obsessed with a thing that can't talk back to them. They can't feel. The dog can... You know, the dog can feel, but it fucking forgets its feelings in 10 seconds. So I just love that idea about someone like petting a cat and like nurturing it and then being like, get away from me, idiot. Like, like, dude, Ellen's the funniest person to be a psycho. Because like when Kevin Spacey, it turned out that he was a psycho. It's like, yeah, it's boring. He plays a psycho in every fucking show. It's like, yeah, he looks like a psycho. He feels like a psycho. He sounds like a psycho. I'm not surprised Kevin Spacey's is a psycho. With Ellen, it's like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, Ellen, huh? What are you doing there? You're talking to some, you know, eight-year-old soccer player kid from Brazil with one leg, but he ends up being an amazing player still. And you talk about how inspiring of a story it is. And you got this big smile on your face and he hugs you. And everyone's like, Ellen loves kids with one legs. And then you get back in the back room and you're like screaming at your writers, like, you're a loser, moron. (laughs) That's interesting to me someone who's sweet on the surface, but inside they're just a fucking demon. There's a demon. I'm I'm excited to see how she's going to like, you know, she's given like a statement like, I'm glad these things were brought to light. But it's so funny, like what she's thinking about right now, because, you know, she feels no remorse. Nobody that acts like that feels bad about any of the things they do. So I'm just excited to like, I would love to see what she, she's definitely beating her fucking wife. You know, taking it out on her. Look, like, this is your fault. You don't support me. Like, like just being an abusive spouse. It's that's uh, good though, man. Ellen truly is TV daytime TV's King Joffrey. <laughs> this is a psycho, man. But, uh, dude, the other thing that's great about right now is that we have some sports back. The NBA is back, and I uh, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving the NBA lebron hit a game winner against the clippers which was the shit and dude the guy's fucking 17 years into his nba career and he's hitting game winners against the other best team in the league there's no there's just no stopping him and i also think if you don't like lebron at this point dude you're a fucking loser like what do you mean you don't like lebron it's just so i hate that people are like he's a pussy. It's like, no, he's not. He would literally beat up anybody, any of the two of us. No, he's not a pussy. And it was like, yeah, well, he's just cocky. It's like, he's not cockier than Michael Jordan, who you all suck his dick. He's not, what what are you talking about? He's cocky. Well, first of all, he's not cockier than Michael Jordan. He's not cockier than Kobe was. You know, he's not. The other thing is, would you not be cocky if you were a LeBron fucking James? That's the most annoying thing about, like, the I you know what I love? Theo Vaughn said this on his podcast. He talked about the Louis special and how Louis' new special is just awesome, like Louis C.K., and then he was like, yeah, when I met him, he just seemed, like, really cocky. He's like, But well, you know what, man? This is Theo, he's like, you know what, man? If I was this good at comedy, I'd probably be cocky too, man. I'll tell you that. And that's just a fucking, dude... Is there anything better than that? It's so true that like, if you're, you have no idea what it's like to be as good as LeBron is at basketball. I get cocky when a lot of people like my stupid Instagram videos. Like, dude, if you were the best basketball player on the planet, and people in China thought you were a fucking Greek god, do you know how much you'd think of yourself? Do <clears throat> you know how arrogant? Like, he, for how, He's so not cocky compared to how cocky he could be. It's such a manageable level of cockiness. I've met complete narcissists that work as cashiers at Target, dude. I met people who are bums. They're like weed dealers slash local rappers with no fan base. And they're like, yo, we win it. Honestly, nobody else in my lane, dude. Seriously, like you can't compete with me, dude. 2020, it's over like those dudes. you. Everybody has one of those dudes in their hometown. Imagine that that guy is that cocky while having achieved nothing but selling dime bags and putting songs on SoundCloud that nobody listens to. Imagine being LeBron fucking James. You wouldn't be feeling yourself a little bit. Like How easy is that to just be sitting on your couch like, you know what, man? This guy seems like he's a little bit into himself. It's like, yeah, no shit. He's LeBron fucking James. He's a billionaire. He's the most iconic athlete living other than, I guess, Michael Jordan. But like, he's the most iconic current playing athlete. He's the biggest athlete that is currently competing in professional sports. On the planet, sports are our favorite thing and he's the best at sports. Why would he not be feeling himself a little? And also, on top of that, In a day and age where all our favorite stars and athletes are being taken from us because we're finding out they're all fucking pedophiles and rapists or they beat their wives or God knows what most of these guys are fucking doing. LeBron's LeBron is squeaky clean, not a single scandal. He's the Obama of sports. This, I hate when people don't like LeBron. Now, if you didn't like LeBron right after he did the decision and he made a TV event, and then he went to South Beach, and he left Cleveland, fine. You didn't like him then? Fine. I understand. I thought that was shitty too, but then he went there, won two championships, went back to his hometown, vowed to bring his hometown team a a championship, and then he did it against the best regular season basketball team in NBA history. 73-9, and Golden State Warriors, the best ever. They were up three games to one against him in the finals, and he came back and won. He led in all five categories. That, that series, you know that? He led in blocks, points, assists, steals, rebounds, all of them. All five categories. Came back three to one. Beat the best regular season team of all time. Brought a championship to his city for the first time in a half a century. And after that, you're like, he's a douchebag. Fuck you, dude. Go back to playing Fortnite, you loser. Loser, dude, if you don't like LeBron now. I I have no patience for that. For current present-day LeBron haters, I don't give a fuck. If you don't like LeBron now, you're a dick, dude. If you think, there's no, what are you going to say about him? Everyone's like, he's not tough. He, like, he's not tough on, what are you fucking talking about? He's, he's. My dad's age, playing 38 minutes a game. I don't know where you get off that LeBron's not tough. What are you talking? Look at the way he looks. He's deep into his 30s and he's shredded. See you know how tough you have to be to get through those workouts when you have arthritis and you're the, you're a fucking senior citizen. You know he's <laughs> the guy's ancient. He's been playing basketball since I was in middle school, and he's the fucking man. He's still one of the best players in the league. Probably the best player in the league to this day. Still, present day, I think. And you're like, yeah, he's like, he's, he's a pussy. It's like, dude, what are you, dude? You're, you're a, he's a pussy. Arm wrestle him. Arm wrestle LeBron James. See how you're gonna do. If he's such a pussy, I love that. That's like the arm. That's what's fun about sports is that you could sit there and be like, this guy sucks. This guy's a bitch. Blah 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 blah. You know, I get that. I like to do that too. Like, I like to sit. If a guy drops a pass. And then he plays on the Buffalo Bills. I'm like, this guy's a fucking loser. He should never play in the league again. That's the fun about sports. But the idea of, like, a fat dude sitting on his couch watching LeBron James soar through the air at, like, 36 years of age. And just going, you know what? This guy, I think he's kind of a weak little bitch. And then just grabbing another cheese puff. <laughs> like, dude, where do you get off calling LeBron James a pussy? And now, after all this, ugh, I hate them and I hate, there's guys, I swear to God, there are guys who for life, for a certain type of guy, life ceased to exist after 1999. I don't know what happened, but Biggie, they're obsessed with Biggie and Tupac and they're obsessed with Michael Jordan. It's like, dude, we've had new shit for 21 years since the shit, dude, 22, 23 years. Over two decades of new stuff, plenty to pick from, plenty of stuff. Why are you still obsessed with the 90s? This obsession with the 90s, dude. You know what it is? It's that Bill Clinton made us all feel too comfortable. He was just too, it turns out he's a pedophile. But before we knew that, he was just very comforting. You know, he's like, oh man, I'll tell you, man, no matter what happens, baby, we're going to be good. You know, <laughs> and he, was like, he lied to us. he be like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. And then we're like, "Yeah, you did, Bill." She she told we found out there's evidence that you, she sucked your dick, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man. I just had to get a blowy. My bad. You know how it is. A player out here on the scene." And we were all like, "This guy's great. You know, he's just one of us. You know, and the economy was good, and you know, it's good. You know, good music, whatever. We're all chilling. There's no wars going on." it was after the cold war and it was before bush got in office it was before he started those wars so it's just like no wars good economy you know everybody's chilling you look at bill clinton he's like oh baby i'm ready for another four years can i get a yee america <laughs> and dude it just made everybody feel too comfortable and now everybody's obsessed with the fucking 90s i hate when people are like ninth born. people be born in like 1996 They'd be like '90s babies know what this is like, haha. Ha. It's like, oh, really? Because I don't remember a fucking blip of the '90s. I was born in 1995, and the, my first memory is from 2004. So I don't know what you're talking about. This obsession with the '90s. It's like, look, now is not a good time. Clearly, there's a pandemic and race riots, and you know, Trump's banning TikTok also. But <laughs> look, the '90s obsession. It's like. If you're, if you're still like, dude, Biggie and Tupac, the greatest, it's like, yeah, dude, we know. But there's a million things that have come out since then. That what, what I, really, still, with the obsession, Biggie, Tupac, Michael Jordan, what, there's been 20 years of time since then. Things have gotten better. Think, new things exist that you can consume. It's gonna look weird at this. It's like if I was sitting around like, dude, you know what? You know what's better than anything? Fucking Blackberries, dude. I'm sick of these iPhones, man. These iPhones are pussy-ass phones, dude. I miss miss typing on the world's smallest keyboard. (laughs) Dude, not everything was perfect in the 90s. There's new shit. Some stuff is better. This is why we have time to go on, to move on. For new things to come out that you can digest, but no, it's, you know, it's, it's New York. most of them are live in New York City. I'll be honest. If you're not here, there's a group of like old New York dudes. And they wear like wife beaters and like jean shorts and Timberlands and like Yankees fitted hats. And they're like, yo, I'm serious, bro. Like, I'll tell you this. Reasonable doubt, best album of all time. And it's like, all right, dude. Well, that is a 24-year-old. Yo, man, all I listen to all day, Illmatic. Reasonable doubt. Biggie's ready to die. That's it. It's like, really, so you haven't listened to music that has existed while the internet was around? Everything you listen to music-wise is pre-internet? What, what, what are you, are you, a, have you been, are you a caveman? Have you been living in a cave? Like, dude, there's <laughs> the idea that like, yo, man, I can't listen to anything unless it's from fucking 1995. You're sitting there watching grainy Michael Jordan highlights on YouTube that were fucking, you know, someone had to play back one of his old games on their TV and then record the TV with an iPhone just to put the highlight up. Like, dude, you're watching Michael Jordan highlights that were taken on a camera. The camera that was shooting Michael Jordan's games wasn't as good as the camera on my fucking iPhone. Get with the times. LeBron's great, okay? <laughs> I'm definitely gonna lose some lose some fans on that one because I know there's a lot of LeBron haters out there. But look, man, you guys gotta come around. LeBron's a LeBron's man. He's a great fucking basketball player. And, you know, I think that we should all live in the present day, even though we got to wear masks and it's a pandemic. But, you know, it's a, it's a good time to be alive, dude. So, look, this has been the podcast today. I love you guys. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn, Tinder, every, every fucking platform you can get this on. Follow me, if you haven't, at luke.tuma on Instagram. Watch my show, Excuse Me What, on YouTube and Instagram. But this has been the Luke Tuma Podcast. And more than anything, if you're still listening, please give me a five-star rating on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. It helps. When you give me a five-star rating, more people see the podcast, more people can listen to the podcast, and then your baby boy's making a living. So, look, I love you. I'll see you next week. Peace.